favorite heroes are Spider-Man and my Uncle Fred. My favorite heroes are Wonder Woman and my mama. My favorite heroes are the Hulk and Great Aunt Molly. Underoos. They even come out heroes against warm water and detergents. Batgirl and my daddy. Be a Christmas morning hero. Give Underoos the gift that's fun to give. Superman and my dynamite mother. Saturday morning, Saturday morning, all the world is waiting for you, and the cartoons you possess, in your hammer pants, listening to your rants, we love everything you do, Saturday morning, Saturday morning, the world is ready for you We all love cartoons too Talk about the classics Like Mickey Mouse and his antics Or even Scooby-Doo Saturday morning Give us a warning Saturday morning Meanwhile, at the Saturday Morning Rewind Studios. Hello, Toonsters to Saturday Morning Rewind. I am your host, Tim Nadell. You can find me at Twitter. It's at Saturday Rewind. And I'm your co-host, Gary. You can find me on Twitter at SMRGary. We're kind of doing a themed episode this time around, and it's, of course, going to be based on Wonder Woman, you know, one of the best superheroes of all time. Come on. I mean, arguably the better than Batman, right, Gary? Uh, who's arguing this? <laughs> no. Okay, yeah, ar- Wonder argu- Woman, it's great. Arguably be a better looking than Batman, right? Well, that's true. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, I won't gotcha. argue with that. So, I have two interviews I'm going to play for you. The first one's with Susan Eisenberg. She more recently voiced Wonder Woman for the Justice League cartoon that is amazing. Oh, yeah. Superman. I'm so sorry. And the second one is with Shannon Farnan. She is, I think she may even be the first person to voice Wonder Woman ever because she is from Super Friends. For the last hour, we've been putting an end to your android doubles. And now we're going to put an end to you. So uh, it's going to be a pretty fun episode. We're also going to sit down and review Wonder Woman 77. It's a comic book that came out, was it April or May? I think it's April, right? Yeah, it's digital first like DC does, so I'm not exactly sure when it came out on the computer, but I got the physical copy in June, I believe. Very, very cool. Hey, Toonsters. Flint here from G.I. Joe. Cobra's on the attack. While Lady J and I keep the world safe, enjoy this review from Saturday Morning Rewind. 
All right, so Wonder Woman 77. I picked it up. Um, I got the hard copy, and not the hard copy. I got the physical copy because I do not understand why people even buy digital comics, honestly. So I have the physical copy in my hand right now. Gary, did you get it digitally, or did you get the hard, the real copy? I also got the real copy, yeah. and uh, because I'm, I'm much the same way, uh, digital doesn't feel no, right. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean, you, and you can't do anything with it. It's just there, saved on your iPad or whatever you read it on. I mean, how you I get, prefer I guess wasting space in my house with physical books, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, Wonder Woman seven seven. I'm, I'm going to open it up right now so we can just skip through some of the pages and look at the pictures. And okay, first of all, there's in the one I have, there's two stories in it. Mm-hmm. Um, first story has to do with a disco, right? Yeah, it's called yep. Disco Inferno Part One: The Velvet Ropes. I wasn't a huge fan of of the Disco Inferno. Neither was I. To um, me, it was, the artwork was very. Oh, pretty, artwork's amazing in it. That's to, the best I could say for it. To me, it, it it seemed like we were jumping in like a movie that's already began like an hour ago. Right. Yes. And I yeah. had you know I know what's going on. It's easy to figure out what's going on, but it seems super rushed, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of chaotic. Yeah, I, I I felt the same way. I was wondering because I mean I'm sure it's it's apparent that. You know, you were, and we've talked about it in the past, that you you were a bigger fan of um, the Wonder Woman TV series than mm-hmm. I was, only because I didn't really have a chance to watch it yeah. um, that often. And uh, so I was like, did I miss something? And oh, no. does this make sense to someone who's a fan? <laughs> I'm glad to know that it doesn't. <laughs> no, because, I mean, if you're a fan of the TV show, the TV show was kind of a, a weird situation, too, to where the first season wasn't world war ii time and then like after that it jumped to the 70s and um so i guess this would go with the 70s theme they're trying to go with but it just it was kind of unnecessary to me but the artwork is amazing agreed agreed from what i recall it's been a little while since i've read it um but from what I remember, the ending just kind of felt silly, too. Yeah, I mean, they and... just start dancing at the end of it, and that's about it. <laughs> they're yeah, at a disco. I, mean, I guess the they're, 70s? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're trying, somebody's trying to kill them at the disco, and then, but hey, here we go. Everything's done. Let's just start dancing. It felt like it felt like what would happen if someone of this generation tried to write a story about a disco deck. <laughs> and I guess that's what happened right there. Right. All right. So let's jump it, to let's jump to the second book. Um, who is Wonder Woman? That's the title of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, I think, this is a pretty cool, cool story. I mean, she wakes up. It starts off. It's zoomed in on her eyeball. It's closed. She wakes up. She doesn't remember who she is right away, but then she quickly remembers that she's Wonder Woman, and and then uh, suddenly a Wonder Woman appears, and it's not her. And uh, it's kind of like an alternate universe. It seems like her dimension and. Uh, she calls into her work, and somebody answers it, and and then she's already there. Like her character, Diana Prince, is there in person, even though she's Diana Prince. So I mm-hmm. thought it was a pretty cool concept. Agreed. It actually reminded me a lot of the the episode from Batman animated series, where he yes. where he uh, wakes up and uh, his parents are alive, and you know, there's suddenly the Batman swoops down and. Which is actually one of my favorite episodes of all time on the Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. maybe why I like this book so much, because it was a pretty cool idea. And the artwork is actually better than the disco one. 
Yeah, I know. I, I was surprised. And I feel like this would have been a much stronger first issue than what they actually went with. Yeah, I, oh. and I think if they would have expanded this one, it would have been amazing because this one also seemed a little rushed and a little just mm-hmm. short, just way too short. Well, I, I don't know how much you know about the digital releases, and I don't know a, a ton, but you know, it's each story is broken up into three segments. And I think the way that it is is those are released weekly okay, or maybe every other week. Uh, so you get just like six pages every week, wow. which is why I'd take this collected version over having to wait three weeks to read a whole book. Yeah, and it's not yeah. even a long book in the first place. No, I mean, seriously, you can sit down and read it in 15 minutes. But it's actually a really cool book. And my, I don't know if this is bad for the comic and all, but my favorite parts are the last few pages where they kind of give you the history of the TV show. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. And of course it has pictures of Linda Carter. Right, right. Which is always a and plus. she wrote a forward, I believe, in 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 mine. Really? Uh, I think so. Either that, there was just like a page that was basically maybe it was just talking about her, and it had her signature. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't remember. It's been a couple <laughs> months, as I said. Oh, there's um, one. There's, there's one cool thing that the last story did, which I don't think they ever did in the TV show or anything else that I've read or Wonder Woman is to where, I won't give it any way, but there's a part near the end where she is not seeing everything correctly. And so mm-hmm. she uses her lasso of truth on herself. And, <laughs> yeah. and so she sees correctly after that. I thought that was really cool. That That is really cool. I had forgotten all about that, but that is a really neat little yeah, uh, no, I never, plot device. I've never thought of that before. Using it on yourself so you can see, you know, the right, the, what's actually going on. So, yes, I, I approve. And I, I'm sure I'll get the, the next trade that they release out yeah i mean uh, with the third, fourth issues but i'll get it just based on the art itself yeah yeah agreed and and i guess to sort of on the same note of the wonder woman 77 this is something that i really love that they're doing this because for the past two years now i think they're on like issue number 24 they've been doing batman 66 which yeah. picks up where the adam west series left off and and i honestly think it's better just because i mean the artwork is still gorgeous yeah um adam west isn't drawn nearly as well as um, linda carter (laughs) but that's just real life and um (laughs) you know it but the stories are really interesting and it allows them to bring in characters that never existed in the old show like Mm -hmm. recently they brought in solomon grundy and clayface oh nice um just and it's neat to see them in a 1966 inspired design yeah and atmosphere where it was sort of and they almost build these things to look like they're costuming, which I, I, I like. Yeah. And uh, they also just, and I don't know if you know about this, but they just put out X-Men 92 number one. I did hear about that. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard about that. Yeah, I picked it up and I don't fully understand it because Marvel's doing some complicated things <laughs> right now that uh, I just don't have the time to learn about. Yeah. But um, but it should be pretty cool. And I, I hope. I hope maybe we'll see a Batman 92 or something like that as well. Yes. So I wanted to give a quick shout out because she's actually somebody on Twitter who follows us actually reached out and asked us to do a Wonder Woman segment on the podcast. And so thank you, Lindsay, for doing this, because without you, we wouldn't be doing a Wonder Wonder Woman episode right now. So (laughs) on Twitter, it's at Lindsay Gerslau, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-G-E-R. S-T-L-A-U. So go follow her. And she did point out a couple of things that she liked about the, the this comic book, too. She's pretty much said the same thing we all read upon, how the first 
chapter was beautiful to look at. She really loved how Diana uh, had some really great panels to herself and how she really showed her strength, which is so much so true. You really see that. Because in the, in the TV show, you don't really... The first two seasons, they were kind of limited on what action they can show because it was going through a weird phase of TV where they didn't want too much violence. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really see her punching people and doing that kind of stuff. But season three really kind of picked back up and when the action... So you get to see that a lot more in this book here. She also says, Lindsay also says that the second story she liked better, which we both agreed upon too. And uh, yep. she was, let's see here. She said it was an exciting start when Diana wakes up and finds out that there's none, another Wonder Woman and it's not her. But she also said that, that the book felt short and she wanted more. And I completely agree with everything she says about that. So Lindsay, thank you so much for, for everything and go follow her. Yeah. Lindsay sounds like a pretty smart lady. Uh, because she agrees with us. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and I, th- this is great. I, I hope more people will send yeah, such requests of us. Exactly. So get out there, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. While Superman defeats the Legion of Doom, please enjoy this interview with Susan Eisenberg. What have you done with Superman? I wanted to talk about Wonder Woman, of course, you know, one of <laughs> one of the greatest superheroes of all time. But before we do, I kind of wanted to get to know you a little bit. Um, what, what kind of kid were you? What kind of cartoons were you into? The funny thing is, and I've been, <laughs> I haven't been shy about this. I wasn't really into that many cartoons when I was a kid. Okay. Um, I grew up with three older sisters, so I was more into like watching soap operas oh, really? and things like that. Yeah, so that was like my um, that was like my interest when I was growing up. I did I did read a few comics, like I remember reading Archie, and I loved Scooby Doo, watched Scooby Doo, um, but I wasn't like a comic book person. It wasn't until I started voicing Wonder Woman that I really um, became interested and knowledgeable about the genre. I didn't know much about it beforehand. Wow. So did you even watch the Linda Carter show in the 70s? Yes, I did. I mean, again, um, that was my era of watching of television. Uh So when I grew up, she was Wonder Woman to me. Um, That's she very much defined what the character for me. And so that was my connection to her. But it wasn't like I grew up with Wonder Woman posters or um, any of the memorabilia or any of that. I didn't, now I have a lot of it, but I didn't have any at yeah. the time. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how Linda Carter probably could put the, the suit back on and, to this day and look oh, great. She, she's incredible. <laughs> she's incredible. In fact, a friend of mine, um, Susan Leonard, who I met on Twitter, actually, she is a huge Linda Carter fan. And she uh, recently went to two of her concerts and said she was just fabulous and got to meet her. Oh, wow. And Linda was kind enough to sign some of Susan's pictures that she had of Linda. And, um, you know, she said it was just magical meeting her because she grew up, you know, with her as an icon. Oh, yeah. So did I. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you would not be disappointed if you saw her in concert because I, from what I understand from Sue, she puts on an amazing show. Oh, very, very cool. T- so tell me about how you got involved as Wonder Woman then? You know, it was just like any other project in some ways because you just go as a voiceover actor, you 
you just sent on auditions. And so this was one of the auditions I was sent on by my agent. And, um, you know, you get the script you, when you're there and you read it and you do it. Um, it felt like a really big deal because you knew that it was what it was going to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it, you're reading the words of Wonder Woman and the sentences of her. So that felt very heavy and very cool. And then I got a call back. Um, to go in and do it again for Bruce and Andrea Romano, Bruce, Tim, and Andrea. Mm-hmm. And I remember my agent at the time, uh, Kelly Garner, saying to me, okay, you got a call back, so you're, gonna, you're going to go to Warner Brothers and blah, 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 and this is where you go, and just go get it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, and, you know, I was, as I've said many, many times, it was just one of the, the biggest gifts um, of my life to get that show and to get that character. And I have never not been grateful for it. Can I hear your Wonder Woman? Um, can we wait a little yeah. longer? <laughs> I have to get into the Wonder Woman mode. Okay, yeah. It'll, it'll come out. <laughs> oh, it definitely will. It, she's right there below the surface. <laughs> so what was the recording process like for each episode? Um, so the, most of them were with the full cast. Okay. So it would be with the Justice League and the guest stars that were there that week. And it was, it was kind of exciting and it made you a little giddy because you'd walk into the room and you never knew who they'd cast for those, <laughs> those roles. So it, it was very famous people. And, um, you know, everyone from Ed Asner to Alfred Molina to Fred, um, Fred Savage to... Um, I'm just going to, you know, there's so many people, but mm-hmm. it, it was just, it was really, really fun to walk into the room and see like, oh, wow, they got him or they got her to play this part. That's incredible. And we would all read it through once and do a rehearsal of it and, um, and check the performance. And then we would do it and we, it would be recorded. And, um, and then we would, Andrea and Bruce and some of the producers and writers would listen to it and we would do a few pickups, things that just weren't quite right, and then we'd be done. Um, they this, Typically, you'd have about a four-hour um, timeline to do the show, to record it. Mm-hmm. Usually, We usually didn't take four hours, but they blocked out four hours um, for us to record. And we were there with each other, which was, you know, really splendid. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun being in the room with everybody. Yeah, nowadays you don't get that very much. You know, I, I still get that in okay. some shows. But, you know, with schedules being what they are and people being everywhere and living in... Kevin, at the time, was living in New York full time. So, Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of times we didn't record with Kevin. And a lot of times I tell the story, Bruce, Tim, would play Bruce. Huh. So we would do the rehearsal, and when we would record, Bruce would lend his voice to Bruce Wayne, and that was always exciting because uh-huh. you know he's the showrunner, and it's his, um, it, it it's his baby basically, and you're you're playing Wonder Woman to his Bruce, which was, <laughs> you know, a, a little heady. I got to be honest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tell me about your your fellow castmates. Let's play a little little game here. Um, Okay. Try to describe each one of them in two words or less. You want to start with maybe Phil Lamar, who was a Green Lantern. Are you talking, are you talking about, so actually Phil Lamar, like yeah. not Yeah, Pat, actual, yeah, like, exactly. Let's talk about actual uh, Phil Lamar. Okay, so to... fa- I would say with Phil, I was going to say Fal, how <laughs> Phil. Um, 
I would say we feel geek. Okay. And gifted. Nice. Yeah, I, I can agree with those. He was on the show about three months ago. Great guy. He's a great guy, and he loves uh, he loves the genre, and he knows the genre. I mean, unlike me, um, you know, <laughs> Phil knew what he was talking about when he showed up, and I often tell the story about, you know, when we'd be recording in between, you know, during breaks, he'd be sitting on the floor, and he'd be reading one of his comic books. Wow. And he'd be so excited because this just came out or that just came out. And so he's the real deal. I mean, this is something that he he loves this genre. He he works in it, but he's also a massive fan of it. Yeah. So that's that's pretty special. Yeah, that is. What about Kevin Conroy, Batman? It's so hard for me to make the distinction between Batman and Kevin. At this point. <laughs> you know, and, and everyone knows, uh-huh. Tim, how I feel about Batman. I mean, I haven't been shy about it. So, you know, I would just say... Um, sexy, okay, and powerful, nice, and mysterious. But okay. I know I'm only allowed two. <laughs> Sorry, I'll deduct one point for. Okay, thank this. you. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with those two. Although the sexy, you know, is he's, he's Batman. How can he not be exactly, sexy? Exactly. <laughs> thank you. Okay, uh, Michael Rosen- Rosenbaum, Flash. Oh, gosh. Um, hyper. <laughs> funny. Yeah, and you have to be to Flash anyway. Oh, God, he was, so, he was so funny, and he'd be so funny in the room. And, um, yeah, I mean, just, just energy. I would use, more than hyper, I'd say energy, because he just has such a big energy to him. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, those are the two. And, and again, funny. Yeah. And he just has a great sense of humor. Nice. And George Newbern, Superman. Wholesome. And lovely. Okay. So, so far, all these are really fitting their characters as well. They really are. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't set out to do that, but they are. I mean, George is just a lovely man. He's just a lovely, sweet guy. And, and, um, and there is a wholesomeness to George. You know, he's a family man, and he's a worker, and he's been working for a long time in the business, and he's he's just a good guy. And Carl Lumbly, Martian oh. Manhunter. God, Carl, sweet, sweet and kind. There's just I don't know Carl well. Okay. Um, Carl Carl lives in Northern California, so it's not like I see him at things, mm-hmm. but. Gosh, is he a lovely guy. He he was just the sweetest. He just had such a lovely temperament um, during the show. And he'd walk in and you couldn't help but smile when you'd see Carl. I always <laughs> wanted to smile and I always wanted to hug him. And uh, what's your favorite part about being Wonder Woman? Oh, God, how much time do you have? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I got another two hours. Let's go. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's everything. It's, it's everything, Tim. I mean, it, it's... It's, it's a privilege to play her, to voice her. I love, I, you know, I say at this point, I just feel so connected to her. And um, she inspires me. Like, if, in real life, she inspires me. There are things that I'll see in life and I'll think, that's not right, or, or oh, I should do that. And that's, you know, I, I'd like to think some of that's my upbringing and my parents. Mm-hmm. But some of it's having played her too, this sense of righteousness, but not self-righteousness, but the sense that there is right and wrong in the world. 
and that we should always try to do the right thing and uphold the right thing. And that bleeds into my real life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love playing somebody who stands for that. And and she's so, at this point for me, you know, I, I just love that she's so well-rounded, you know, that she's so fierce and tough and strong, and yet she's also good and she's a good friend, and she's a listener, and she listens to the people in her, you know, and with the Justice League, they always showed the friendships, whether it was with her and Jean, or um, her and Superman, and I, I like I liked that about her so much. Um, you know, it's just, it's, there's never a time when I don't feel so lucky to be doing it, to be playing her, mm-hmm. still. I mean, it's it's been a long ride, and I still feel... I still get giddy when I get to, to voice her. <laughs> it's true. And what about her powers? If, if you in real life could have one of her powers, which one would you choose? Well, I think I'd like the flying. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, I think that's very cool. I, I mean, just to be able to soar in the sky, um, you know, up there with Superman and like just, you know, I love that idea. I love it. I mean, she she does have the jet and that's nice too. Yeah. Um, that's always a, a nice uh, a nice thing to have. But the flying would be quite special, I think. And the whip might come in handy every once in a while. Excuse me, it's a lasso, the lasso not a whip. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, I'll deduct one point for myself for for saying. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the lasso of truth is, 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 is fantastic. And just how strong she is. I mean, that, you know, she's... She's an Amazon and and a beauty and I mean I just I couldn't be a bigger fan of hers at this point. Uh-huh. And if you could be any other superhero, I don't care male, female, it could be DC over in Marvel. Besides Wonder Woman, which one would you want to be? Well, Marvel. Um, hmm. It's funny because when I read about other superheroes, I'm like, oh. He's cool or she's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty satisfied with one. I don't want to be a piggy. Um, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be bad to be Batman for a day, I have yeah. to be honest. Yeah, that'd be fun. It would be fun to be Batman. Um, as for women, who would you want to be? If I was a woman if he's superhero? Just to, who would be your choice as a woman hero and male hero? You know, I've actually told this story on this show before, and this is quite ironic because when I was little... I used to pretend to be Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. I think I was somewhere between five and seven-ish. Okay. And it would have been around the, the Super Friends era. Okay. And yeah, I would put on styrofoam cups around my wrist as as the bracelets to deflect all the, the bullets coming at me. So I would, for a woman, I would pick Wonder Woman because she is up there very high in my favorite superheroes of all time. Men, probably Superman. For some re- same reasons, because, you know, they pretty much have... Similar powers. Yeah, and in, in some ways it would be tough to be Bruce because he's so dark. Yeah. And, and you know, um, moody <laughs> and broody, as I always say on the show. <laughs> um, Superman is just, he's lighter. I mean, not physically, but, you know, he just has a lighter feel to him, at least in Justice League he did. Um, but, yeah, I mean, again, pretty, I, I don't know that you can better her. That's the thing. Yeah. That's a tough, tough question to answer, definitely. Well, and especially since, like, you know, I, 
I didn't have the question in advance, Kim. <laughs> so I, I, and I don't want to just pull something out and say, yeah. oh, her, because I don't know. Yeah. I really can't think of it right now. Okay. Who would, when I'm going to, after we're done, about 30 minutes after we're done with this interview, I'll, I'll think of something and then I'll, and then I'll write you and let you know. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, what are your thoughts on the, the new Wonder Woman that's going to make an appearance finally on the big screen on the Superman versus Batman movie? I'm not sure what you're talking about. The, uh, <laughs> that's oh, a joke yeah. um, because everyone's talking about it yeah, it's, no. it's, it's, it's exciting and I think it's thrilling that she you know she's going to be a part of it and I think she's going to be a, a much bigger part than people had anticipated mm-hmm. I think Warner Brothers is really reading the room and the audience and, and sensing how much appetite there is for her out there and I think that I hope I hope the fans will be pleased by the finished product but I always say too that you know, as long as she's out there, there were how many Batman have there been? There have been like six guys mm-hmm. who played it, and all these different stories and all these different incarnations. And I think that, however successful this will be, and I hope it's hugely successful, it's not the only show. In, it's not going to be the only show in town. Hopefully, there'll be many other shows. You know, I would love to see, and I'm not quite sure why they haven't done it. I'd love to see a game. That is that features her. That yeah. you know, that's like an Arkham for Wonder oh, Woman. Yes. And it just seems like a no brainer to me. Um, and I don't say this selfishly because wh- whoever voices it, whether it's me or somebody else, but to me, like have a game be driven by her. It's the stakes in some ways are so much lower than television and movies. And you could find an audience through that game and then build on that. I mean, they're going to obviously do a Wonder Woman solo movie. Yep. I believe it's slated for 2017. I think so, yeah. And that's fantastic. Um, in the interim, I'm, I'm, it's really curious to me that they've never done a game that's built around her like they have with Arkham with Batman. Yeah, that's so true because she's the perfect person for that. She is. And, you know, and again, not to take away from Batman and Arkham, I think it's fantastic. Um, it just... I think it would be such a great fit for her as well. We can start a, a crowdsource funding thing and we can get on it then. You know, somebody mentioned it to me on Twitter not too long ago and it's something, you know, I just, I really believe that would just be hugely successful yeah. for oh. people. I mean, men and women both. I mean, a, a lot of people write me about playing me in, um, in Injustice, the game, and yeah. it's men and women who play as Wonder yeah. Woman. It's oh, yeah. not just women. So, and... I mean, you know that better than anyone because you were her at five. <laughs> so, I mean, there's certainly the audience for it, and the gaming industry has never been bigger. So, I think that I would love to see that happen. Oh yeah, definitely. No, I would. I would pre-order right now. Right, and you and a lot of other people. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so, would you, did you ever watch the Super Friends cartoon from the 70s, 80s? I've seen it since, but I did not watch it growing up. Okay. Now, I have another interview with Wonder Woman from Super Friends. Um, Shannon Farnan plays right. Wonder Woman. So is this, it's going to be spliced in the same episode that we're playing right now. Oh, that's fantastic. You're going to go first. She's, she's iconic in her own right. I know. Because, you know, that's just, that show was such a, I mean, I don't have to tell you, you, were, you watched it, yep. but it was such a milestone. And everyone, when I got Justice League and people were like, oh, is that the, is that Super Friends? And I'm like, yes, that's Super mm-hmm. Friends, but it's. And I so it has. She must have such a wonderful fan base. Oh, I can't from wait. having done that show. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to her. Now, do you have any 
questions you may want to ask her that I can ask for you and play it on the episode, or maybe there's something you can think about, because it's not until, I believe, next week or the following week that I get talked You know, I would just like to say hello to her, because, um, you know, it's like from one Wonder Woman to another, you know, that that's, it, it's... It's it's not a, a huge group of, of women who nope. voiced her, so it feels like a sorority of sorts. And um you know, I just I just you know, hats off to her because she made quite such an impression when she, she voiced her. Yep, she did. Yeah, it's great. Uh, maybe if it's over Skype I can play this audio back and so she can hear you say hello. Oh fantastic. Fantastic. No, I actually have a little mini trivia game. Did you want to play a little game? Oh god. It's not hard. I didn't think of right. a hard question. There's stuff that okay. I actually knew and uh, looked up to verify and everything. So it's, it's like five questions. <laughs> okay. And, and what are they related to? As Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, so if oh, you get okay. the if you get the answer wrong, I'll play this. Oh, gosh, Tim. <laughs> if you get the answer right, I'll play this. Awesome. Are you ready to get started? All right, let's go. Okay, so I actually have a theme to go with it, too. So here, okay. here's the theme. All right, so there's a little theme. First, <laughs> a little theme. That's the theme. That's yes, the, it is. the theme of all themes. <laughs> first question. Yes. What year did Wonder Woman make her first appearance in comics? This is probably the hardest question I have. I would say I thought it was like 1940. I want to say 1944, 45. <laughs> Okay, what year? 1941. Oh, crikey. Very right. close. Though very, okay. very close. It was actually is All-Star Comics number 8, 1941. Okay. Um, what's the name of the island she's from? Themyscira. I would also take Paradise Island. Oh, Paradise Island. I never think of calling it Paradise Island yeah. because I'm always... In, in Justice League, it was always referred yeah. to um, as Themyscira. That's why I would have taken both of them. Thank you. Wait, <laughs> did, like, don't I get a sound effect? Yes. Thank you. Um, which accessory was forged from the magic girdle of Aphrodite? <laughs> <laughs> um, is this my lasso? Good job. Thank you. All right. Which accessory allows her to breathe in outer space? Um, wow, that was never talked no, about I, on the show. No, it wasn't, no. I, did, um, I didn't know this one either until I looked it up. I'd love to say her tiara. Um, allows her to breathe in outer space. Give me a hint. Um, she does wear it on her on her head. And it's not the tiara. Her earrings? Yes, good job. Yeah, eerie. I, I didn't know that one, but it was pretty interesting, though. I would never have guessed that. No. I mean, I guessed it, so I guess I did yeah. guess it. But I, that, wow, okay. Okay, last question. This is also an interesting one, too. The creator of Wonder Woman, William, William Malton Mas- Marston, yeah. Marston? Mm-hmm. He also invented what? He was a, he, the, He's yeah. inventor, right. Yep. Um, oh, it was, something, it was something big, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to get this. Uh, um, do we have anything to do with... It has a lot to do with the lasso. 
Oh, I know. I absolutely know. It has to do with, um, it's the lie detector. Yeah, you got him. I know, but I'm a little embarrassed about <laughs> 1941. Because oh, you, you know, because I knew, it, I mean, it, w- it would of course be well, be- you know, well before we were well into the war. Yeah. So that was my bad. But yep. <laughs> four to five isn't too awful. Nope, not bad at all. I give Although you Although you did away. help me cheat a little. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. No problem. <laughs> So, is Wonder Woman making an appearance pretty soon in the in the audio here? Oh, is, okay, is... yes, she will. <laughs> um, she will. So, is there anything you want me to say? Um, you know, I always love it when they say my name in, in audio, when the voice actors say my name, so you can mention Tim Nidell okay. at, at any point, and maybe Saturday Morning Rewind or something. I don't know. Okay, um, let me give this a shot, all right? Okay. I talked to Batman. He's going to meet me in the Watchtower. Tim Nidell's going to be there, too. Don't be late. It's Saturday Morning Rewind. Yes, perfect. I love that. So did you Is have that a... okay? Yeah, of course. No, I would have taken anything coming from Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything coming up you wanted to promote? You know, I have some really cool things coming up. I have um, the third part of the trilogy for DCU online game. Online game. Okay. Um, it's Amazon Fury, so we have one more part left. So that's coming up. And then I did this film, this small film. I don't know if you know Tim Daly, if you're familiar with the Daly show that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I shot a, um, a, like a little episode of that show with Tim and his, his son, Sam. And that will be released, I'd say, within the month. And nice. that, I think, will be such a treat for the fans. That It'll be on YouTube, and I'll be tweeting oh, it out. Cool. Um, with a link once it's available, but I think, I mean, that was beyond enjoyable, beyond. <laughs> and Kevin's done it, and Nathan Fillion has done it, wow. so it was just the most fun being asked to be a part of it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Cool. Yeah, the director, Ben Shelton, he he wrote it also, the episode, along with Tim and Sam, and I mean, the fans will, I think, be so thrilled to, to, to watch it. Nice, can't wait. And any Twitter you wanted from your Twitter or anything? Oh, that would be great. Susan Eisenberg one. And I tweet, you know, mostly about Wonder Woman, um, a few other things and, and a, a few things about Batman as well. Of course. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> as if, as if Batman needs my help. <laughs> well, Susan, this has been amazing. A big fan of your work. So um, yeah, this has been great. Hopefully you enjoyed yourself too. Thank you. I did. I absolutely did. Thank you so much. And um, if I think of that other superhero oh, yes. heroine or superhero, I will let you know and you can um, mention that too. Perfect. Susan, okay. thank you so much. And hopefully I get to see you sometime at some kind of convention or something. Oh, I would love that. Absolutely. And now, Saturday Morning Rewind proudly presents their interview with Shannon Farnan. For the last hour, we've been putting an end to your android doubles. And now, we're going to put an end to you. There you are. And there you are, you cute little cartoon character. (laughs) (laughs) I keep forgetting that's what people see when they look at me. (laughs) 
Well, you have to remember that if that's the picture you're going to have up there, <laughs> that's you in my mind's eye from now on. Uh, I'll settle with that. That's fine with me. <laughs> How are you doing today? Well, I'm great. I, as I started to say earlier, I'm a little tired of this Florida weather we're having in California. I know. I, I hear about that weather. It's crazy. And then I talked to a friend of mine in Oregon this morning. There are 107 in Eugene, Oregon. What? No. <laughs> Woo! I said, well, you know, I may never complain again. Of course, you, that didn't last long. <laughs> I'm in Montana, and oh, just two days yeah. ago, it was a high of 55. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> no. I have a friend. Let's see. He lives near Helena, I guess. Okay. Yeah, it's a beautiful area. I visited him for about three days up there several years ago now, but wow is all I can say. I'm not sure I could handle the winter, but it's no, gorgeous it's, in the summer. Yeah, this past winter was a breeze, but usually it's pretty crazy. So before we really start to get into it, I wanted to play this real quick time to kind of get us into the mood. <laughs> What do you think of when you hear this intro music? <laughs> I think of 10 years of, of wonderful work. <laughs> <laughs> Some good old paychecks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. tell me, how did, you, how did you get involved with Super Friends? I actually worked with the director on a live-action commercial for Hanna-Barbera's Flintstone Vitamins. Oh, okay. And... Didn't think much about it. We got along well, and that was a you know a typical mommy with the family and the kids mm -hmm. type commercial. And all of a sudden, my agent called one day and said, "Wally Burr would like to audition you for the voice of Wonder Woman." Yada yada. I said, "You're kidding me." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Wonder Woman isn't that every girl's dream? Mm -hmm. Certainly, a girl of my age." So. I said, great, I'd love to see Wally. Never dreaming I would wind up with the role, and uh, by golly, I wound up with the role. And what about Wonder Woman herself? You are familiar with her, I'm sure, right? Oh, very, yes. Well, I shouldn't say very, and then all of a sudden not be able to answer important questions. <laughs> <laughs> but I have all the history in my computer. Nice, nice. And too bad, you know, kids back in those days didn't really save their comics like they do now because those things are worth thousands if not millions of dollars absolutely i have a couple <laughs> myself that uh, were actually gifts and uh they're very special i mean there's just no price on those yeah now. and and what about be, before stepping into the boots of wonder woman how what did they tell you they wanted out of her voice well, you just nailed it tim uh -huh. when we started the audition process Wally and I discussed the character and what he he saw. And have, having never been a Wonder Woman in, in creation other than on a comic book, we were kind of wide open to what we exactly. do. And we played with it and played with it. And he said to me, all right, Shannon, now take off your shirt, waist, dress, and put on your boots. <laughs> and so that what got her on the role of being the strong, confident super friend. Uh -huh. And what about that voice? Did you go with other angles at first, or did you guys pretty well, much... Well, sure, sure. I didn't go into the deep strength lower register at first. We just I was just playing her as an attractive woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what Linda Carter would do later. You know, actually, yes. And when I saw her interpretation, I thought, eh! <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> All due respect, Linda, but, you know, we didn't have the 
there wasn't there wasn't the muscle behind um, Wonder Woman in that particular interpretation. Yeah, I kind of read that they were kind of more restricted, I guess, live action versus cartoon for some reason. But she wasn't the the tough character that she should have been. No, and you know what? I am foreseeing that same situation in the film coming up. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because I saw the actress who they've chosen to play her, and right off the bat, I think to myself, wait a minute, this is an Amazon woman. The least she could be is really, really buff. <laughs> exactly. You know, strong for a woman. Yes. Not yes. looking like a man. That's the other yes, yes. direction I, to go. Wonder she, Woman has been God. my favorite for ever since I was probably five years old, and I agree. When, they, when I saw who she was, I was like, seriously? Yeah. You know, after I saw her in the suit, it was a little better. Oh, but, I haven't seen the suit. Okay, yeah. I mean, she looks a little better, but, you know, not much. I mean, it's... Well, you know, she looked emaciated to me when I saw her in just regular clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so let's, let's see how that turns out. I've... Yeah, well, you know, nobody knows how the audience is going to respond to something like this. They may absolutely love it. It's It's interesting that all through this time, the male super friend, the male superhero has just caught on like wildfire. But the only time, to my knowledge, that the Wonder Woman person has caught on and people love her was through the cartoons. Yep. No live action seems to have legs. So I don't know where they'll go with it. And what about when you first met your your castmates of Super Friends? Tell me about that first meeting. Well, they blew me away. First of Uh all, I did not know some of them personally. And the talent in some of these people. Believe me, I stretched every time I worked because they pay you for a major voice and then two minor voices. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed that very much. It really gave... I would never have the opportunity to have portrayed those parts on screen, nor do the men, for that matter. But it was such a wonderful opportunity to watch a real cartoon voice professional work, such as Michael. And and Michael, of course, does wonderful classes and things like that out here and really, really focuses on a voice career. He's been on camera, of course, but his, the bulk of his income, unlike the bulk of mine, was the cartoon voices. And he is just an expert. Frank Welker. Oh, my God. <laughs> Frank is not... Um, well, I just started doing uh, autograph shows this last year at the prompting of some lovely man back east. Prior to that, I just didn't want to be bothered. And Frank, I don't think, has ever done it. He's a very private person. Yeah, he is. He is not particularly anxious to do interviews, although, of course. Oh, trust me, I know. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I mean, your end would surely know. Um, One of the nicest men you'd ever meet. But this this is his job, and he goes home, and then he has his real life. And I relate to that. I really do. Which is why I've said no for so long to yeah. these these uh, platforms. Frank, major, major talent. Casey Kasem, oh. even though <laughs> Casey, I mean, watching him do Robin it w- was just a kick. <laughs> I always felt like no matter what character Casey did, you always heard Casey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that was okay. Yeah, it was. you would it come to expect it and you come to love it. And you come to love it, yeah. And, of course, Olin Soleil, there's a lovely backstory there, Mr. Batman. Olin was probably a, a minimum of 20 years older than I. 
<laughs> he he started in Chicago years and years ago. Uh, he used to run from studio to studio doing voice work on radio. Well, <laughs> in my early days, I started, um, other than the schooling and the theater arts in college, I started professionally in 1964. Mm-hmm. Well, in that period of time through the 70s, well, for 25 years, I really did so well in a lot of arenas, especially the commercial field. And all of a sudden, one day, I got a call to go on a home savings and loan commercial. Um, but they didn't, it wasn't on an audition. I was being hired prior to just showing up. Mm-hmm. I get to the studio. This is before Super Friends. And who do they have for my husband? Olin Soule. <laughs> now, this is on camera. This is on camera, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, am I aging this badly? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got to be the greatest friends, and then when he wound up on uh, Super Friends as Batman, I could not have been happier. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Your your (laughs) ex-husband is Batman. My (laughs) ex-husband. Yeah. Nice. And see, the, the situations that you guys were always involved with on the show were... Great, A, but B, also pretty ridiculous at the same time. Uh, <laughs> of course, and always, nobody dies. <laughs> oh, no, nobody. You nobody would either go dies, back in time to fix something. There was always a moral to the story. Yep, yep. Does one certain episode or one certain situation stand out to you? <laughs> Not really, Tim. I, I, I could come up with something just for the sake of conversation, uh-huh. but I have to be honest. Not one in particular Sometimes we had casts of thousands and they'd bring in all these other talented people to play the the unusual um, monster or hero. And those shows were always great fun because we always worked together whenever humanly possible. If we had another gig, they'd always put us in on on our own in a day and we'd do our own recording. But no one chose to do that. You you always preferred to be with the cast of thousands, all yeah. standing together in front of our own microphones, creating this wonderful fantasy. So there was no specific job. I I did get a kick out of working opposite myself a couple times, where you know you had Wonder Woman and then the the evil Wonder uh, yeah. Woman. Yeah, the, <laughs> yep, I remember that. The German scientist, whatever. <laughs> We talked earlier about your the voice that you provided to Wonder Woman, the powerful, the the deep, the right. very strong voice you gave her. While watching the show, I can only imagine what you guys would have to go through physically to get those reactions out of your mouth. You know, what kind of crazy things would you guys be doing to get those voices out? Well, you first of all follow a rule. Actually, my mother told me this when I first decided that I wanted to be an actress and I was about 15. She said, never be afraid to make a fool of yourself. <laughs> yes. So you start <laughs> at that premise and you just let it all go. But we had a table reading rehearsal prior to recording and then would stand at the mics. So we got to do a lot of our playing and our testing of various characters that we had to do that day at the table. So that when you got up to perform, in my case, I, I visualized the boots. Yep. That, that was a must. I visualized wearing the outfit of Wonder Woman. Great physical strength. Great compassion. After all, she was the daughter of Hippolyta. And here on the universe to 
spread love and compassion. Anyway, we just did our thing, and, and it all came together, which was watching the other people that was a kick. I mean, Danny Dark, you know, always held his hands in front of his ears because he felt <laughs> like he could hear that, that kickback a lot better. Yeah, to get that, well, that deep and voice. And you remember, um, what was, um, Gary uh, Owens, yes, who yep. occasionally would step in to do a character. Well, he was always funny to watch. He did the exact same thing that he did on <laughs> Laugh-In. Yep. You know, and, and it was like we were watching a caricature of a caricature. <laughs> Oh, that must have been so great! I even hear you had like Nancy Cartwright as a as a guest voice at oh, one yeah. point. Oh yeah, I mean Nancy was just beginning. I mean yep. nobody knew Nancy. She just showed up and she was adorable. Uh, I, I mean there was nobody that wasn't absolutely wonderful to meet and listen to. Some of the big boss, bass buffundo type men, <laughs> just tremendous to watch them work. <laughs> trying to think of one of their names, I can't off the top of my head. Uh, just to be a fly on that wall, it would be amazing. Oh, it was. It truly was. You know, you were doing two jobs at once and observing from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. It was delightful. And let's, let's say you're granted one power or one accessory from Wonder Woman. What would you choose that would to be one of the power the, Well, no question. The golden lasso. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you throw that puppy, you got somebody telling the truth. That's true. But would you always <laughs> want the truth, though? That's the question. You know, if they're if they are in that lasso, they cannot lie. Yep. So that's the one I'd have. Not for me, I just did a fun, fun spoof for a young group of uh, people who are actually doing their second film. The first one was called um, uh, "The Power of Surge." S U R G E. Okay. And the one I did for them was called The Power of Surge, Revenge of the Something or Other. And they use a lot of the cartoon people, if it's appropriate for their script, to come in and do, uh, we'll call it leanings on the character. Like I was, I was not, not necessarily doing Wonder Woman, but I was Wonder Woman and that's what they wanted. Only it's tongue-in-cheek, funny, uh-huh. funny stuff so i'm looking forward to seeing that when they're finished oh very cool that sounds amazing yeah it's it's just out there on left field speaking of you know doing that kind of stuff tell me about those cartoon network promos you guys did the best i know (laughs) if we we often said we need to start a new series (laughs) that that would be amazing (laughs) that would be an example of what these power of surge movies are okay A a total spoof on heroes, a total spoof. I mean, they were such fun. Now we didn't do those at Hanna Barbera. We did those just down the street um, at a recording studio, and we would get together, generally as the group who you'd see on screen, but not always. And uh, occasionally, it was a large group that we'd get in there. I don't remember what they all were. I would love to have a copy of all of those. Yeah. Oh man, that was hilarious. Oh. I actually have audio that I'm going to play just a couple seconds of. Here's the the theater popcorn one. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's a good one. Looks like we made it just in time. With not a minute to spare, the movie's just about to start. We'll just sit here in a row. 
Wait a minute. Something's missing. He's right. We need popcorn, and we need it fast. You wait here, in this row, while I go to the concession stand and come back with popcorn. Good thing I brought this $5 bill. Wait. That $5 bill's not going to buy popcorn for each of us. She's right. It's going to take all of our $5 bills. That means popcorn and change for each of us. That means... <laughs> I mean, that, that would be an amazing show. I, I would watch it now. <laughs> I mean, can't you see, uh, even live action for that matter, like this film I was telling you about, but can't you see a cartoon where we're just all a bunch of crazy nerds, but we're all super people? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And you still have the voice, too. How many years after voicing Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman was that? Oh, you're really testing me, too. <laughs> I don't know. It's after Turner Cartoon Network bought the shows. Okay. But I can't tell you just how long that was. Was it around ninety six ish? It could have been easily. It could have been. I'm not. I don't. I remember seeing them. I just don't remember exactly when. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I understand. On your website, you have a very cool thing where you do voicemails for people. I want to know more about that. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to do. I, I have approval of the script, so nobody gets a little off crazy. But yeah, uh, yeah, you. <laughs> You you have any occasion? I've got. <laughs> I did one that I loved, that was for someone's retirement party, and they had the whole thing. Well, I recorded it and sent it to them, and they you know gave me their script, and we worked on it a little together to kind of hone it up. And people just love that stuff. You know, they don't believe that their friends have come up with this idea, yeah. or even um, even <laughs> as for people's personal phones you know this is wonder woman and if you're looking for so-and-so you know, <laughs> it's crazy but if, if you like comedy that's what you do you uh order shannon farnan to do your voicemail <laughs> and where can what's the website address that people can go to oh thank you for promoting me uh -huh. it's it's my name shannonfarnan.com perfect i'll also put links on the all the show notes so people can go to it from there too that's very sweet. Hey, what else do you have coming up? Do you have anything else you want to promote? Uh, no. Uh, I did a second film this last, since January, called The Outfield, but I don't know when that one will be finished either. I was the uh, I was a professional art critic encouraging a young boy to follow his dreams. Um, the next thing I have going on, I will be appearing at the San Antonio Alamo Con in mid-September. Nice. And hopefully I will have a banner up on my Facebook page um, shortly on that. Very cool. Yeah, I'd love to meet you at one of the conventions. Oh, I'd love to meet you. Now, in closing, um, a couple weeks ago, I interviewed Susan Eisenberg. She actually voiced Wonder Woman in the early 2000s for the Justice League cartoon. Yes. And uh, we started talking about you. Are and you so kidding? I wanted to play like a minute of that audio so you can hear what we were talking about you. Oh, that's fun. Thank you. Yeah. She's iconic in her own right. I know. Because, you know, that's just, that show was such a, I mean, I don't have to tell you, you, were, you watched it, yep. but it was such a milestone. And everyone, when I got Justice League and people were like, oh, is that the, is that Super Friends? And I'm like, yes, that's Super mm -hmm. Friends. But it's, and I, so it has, she must have such a wonderful fan base oh, I can't from wait. having done that show. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to her. Now, do you have any questions you may want to ask her that I can ask for you and play it on the episode or maybe there's something you can think about because it's not until I believe next week or the following week that I get talked about. You know, about. I would just like to say hello to her because 
um, you know, it's like from one Wonder Woman to another. You know, that that's it. It's 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 not a, a huge group of of women who nope. voiced her, so it feels like a sorority of sorts. And um, you know, I just I just you know, hats off to her because she made quite such an impression when she she voiced her. Yep, she did. Yeah, it's great. Uh, maybe if it's over Skype, I can play this audio back, and so she can hear you say hello. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. <laughs> that is charming. What a good idea. Yeah. All you know. I can do is say hello back, and I think we've got the best sorority in the world. I just hope that she had as much fun for the time that she recorded as I did for those 10 years because I wouldn't replace it for anything Ex- in the world. Exactly. Those are perfect words to live by. So, all right. Unless you have anything else you wanted to add, um, that should be about it. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you, Tim. Yeah. And I... one of these days, you are going to be brave enough to put your real picture on Skype. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. Uh, can right. I have you? Can I have you close the episode as Wonder Woman? Absolutely. Wonder Woman to Justice League. I'm coming in now in my invisible plane. I'll help as soon as I can get there. Great Hera, the plane is going down. Can the super friends escape before they collide with the sun? Will the Legion of Doom succeed in taking over the world? Stay tuned and see in the exciting conclusion of The Challenge of the Super Friends. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.